The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. I don't know about you guys, but a game is 10 times more exciting when I'm putting my money on it. Sometimes I just have a really good feeling about a game and I just got to throw some money on it. Other times I got to bet my team because, well, they're my team. So whether you've been betting for years or it's your first time, make my bookie the best place for you. They've been in business for years, got great reviews. And right now, if you do our promo code uh, CHAIR, we'll match your deposit. So you throw 50, we'll give you 50 back. So what are you waiting on, guys? Go to mybookie.ag. Use the promo code CHAIR and start making some money today. All right, guys. Welcome into another Pit Panther Rants, another Sports Rants podcast. I'm your host, Vlad Harris. Brought to you by Armchair Media. Take a seat. Hashtag take a seat. Welcome in, guys. It's a happy Tuesday. I don't think I podcast all last week because we had a big upgrade, a big go live on Thursday night from 8 p.m. to 2 a.m. And I had to prepare for that. And really, I mean, there wasn't very much going on anyway. I mean, both basketball teams are on a skid. And, yeah, I mean, there was NBA All-Star Weekend. But wasn't really a whole lot going on. I mean, well... Of course, we had some nice pit news, you know, as far as the athletics programs go, because, you know, well, actually more men's basketball and football, as they were all put on probation last week by the NCAA. I mean, Paul Zeiss mentioned on Twitter as well, we got guys, you know, from universities getting caught up in these federal cases where they're, you know, where they're shuffling money around with shoe companies and whatnot. And here the NCAA comes after Pitt because they had just happened to have just too many coaches on their staff for football and basketball. So, obviously, if you looked at the whole thing, Pat Arduzzi's got to sell like a practice or two and they may lose like a recruiting day or a practice or one practice. It's, I mean, it's all out there. Kevin Stallings obviously was involved in the pit part of it, pit hoops part of it. He, you know, if he decides ever to come back into coaching, which he probably won't, he will get suspended and he may lose some pay. You know, obviously, looking back now, well, Pitt obviously did the right thing. They turned themselves in. They did the. They investigated themselves and turned it in. And said, "Hey, yeah, we we screwed up. Here you go. Do what you please. We 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 did this." And then somebody said, "Okay, well, yeah, we're just going to give you this." And pretty much, it was, it was all it was all minor stuff. And I mean, did they still really have to punish us for this? I mean, it's, actually, it's kind of stupid. That they're punishing us for this, and they're putting, and the fact they're putting us pro- probation for it as well. The pro- the probation part for three years is fucking stupid. I mean, 
Yeah, just take away the practice and whatnot for the year. I mean, so what? I mean, it's not like we got comp- it's not like we gained a competitive advantage by having extra coaches, especially in basketball. Shit, we uh, in basketball we try to get competitive advantage, and freaking we went winless in conference play in the ACC. So I don't know what we gained from it, if anything. Oh, I mean, in football. I mean, at least in football, we, we keep the loss. No, we keep the win over Clemson. We, we keep that. We keep the Coastal uh, Division crown. I mean, it's not like we cheated to get them anyway. It's not like we were stealing signals. We were, you know, paying money to recruits and using eligible players. I mean, the whole thing is just, I mean, the whole thing that we're on probation for three years is just stupid. It's dumb. The fact we're on probation is moronic. I won't. I won't try to name other examples of other schools that you know have done worse. And of course, they got off easy because mainly because they cried and they sued. Yeah, we won't. We won't go there. There's a bunch of them. It's not just one school. It's a bunch of them. So I'll leave it at that. But you know how that goes. Eh. Looking back now to like you know what what happened here, obviously Kevin Stallings had a uh, fractured relationship with uh, the new boss, which happens. You know when you get a new boss, sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes the boss has a preference of who they want, and of course they will. You know, they'll push the person out, or if they just you know they just don't want them in general. They know they're dumpster fire and they want to bring in somebody else. But Kevin obviously knew his time was up and he just did some things. A whole bunch of it, actually. He was deleting practice film off the servers. I just don't understand why you want want to delete practice film. I guess supposedly, I guess they, Pitt knew he was, I guess, doing some bad illegal stuff and they caught him and they, promised they would it would stop and it wasn't stopping and he was you know they were watching him and he was they were having signals to when these you know these watchdogs were coming in and they were texting i just i just thought it was fun, funny you know it would be funny actually if you know if they had you know if every time heather walked into the practice facility you know in the pete that they something was banging on garbage cans to, you know to let them know that she was coming in But looking back even deep back, even further back, um, I think it does shed some more light on Jamie Dixon's departure from Pitt. You know, I, I said, you know, basically with, with him, you know, people said he was getting pushed out. Uh, you know what? He got a new boss. And the new boss obviously probably wanted some different things, for, expected different things for Jamie. And obviously it didn't, you know, they weren't gonna probably work work well together, and I think in Jamie Dixon's case, his departure from Pitt was probably a way, a really wise move for him, because I think if he would have stayed at Pitt, he probably ends up, um, doing you know pregame and postgame shows with John Rothstein, because his um, trajectory in the ACC 
his program was on the was on the down was on the downturn. And I know that basically we love the debate Jamie's you know time at Pitt, especially his final years. And it's kind of hard to bash Jamie because if you look at his record, you know his record at Pitt speaks for itself. I mean, he when he left Pitt. His final year, he had a 21-plus-1 team in the NCAA tournament, although, although that team barely made the tournament that year. There were some games that they could have lost easily. But you know what? He came up on top, and he got to the tournament. And So, yeah, it's hard to, to bash what he was doing. But overall, he was a really – he was a really – he was a really great coach at Pitt, the best – the Dixon era is going to be an era that we're never going to forget because it was a great era and it was a lot of fun basketball. Towards the end, though, it was not so fun. He went through some trial tribulations. I mean, he did all he could to leave Pitt in a better place when he left. But when Scott Barnes came, his time pretty much was coming to an end. And I think he probably he probably saw what was going on. And Obviously, Scott wanted him to do some things, possibly, and he just decided it was probably best for him to get out while he could. And now he's at TCU, and unfortunately, what happened to him at Pitt is happening to him at TCU. But it's happening to him on a rep, on a rapid pace. And also, <clears throat> yeah, what happened basically at TCU is happening at a rapid pace. You know, Jimmy lost for an entire class last year, and I guess they're having some trial tribulations this year. And on top of that, he tried to get out of TCU last year, and it fell miserably in his favor because, well, he, um, yeah, they wouldn't come down on his buyout. So, Luckily for Jamie, uh, Texas is falling apart, and so is USC. But I think um, if I'm choosing between the two, I think Texas probably goes doesn't go with him. Although Dalconi, the guy who brought him to TCU, is there, unless Dalconi pulls a um, a Scott Barnes and forces Dixon on on Texas which I don't think will happen because I just don't think he has the power to do that. John Balin's available now because he's out of the um, high school, you know, the call, you know, the NBA. So I think if, you know, if Jamie's probably going to go anywhere, if he decides to leave, it's probably going to be um, USC. But I think USC has wanted him before when he was at Pitt. But regardless, I mean, I can see why Jamie wanted out now, and I don't blame him for leaving. You got to do what you got to do what's best for your career. But it goes to show what kind of, um, you know, what, what kind of crap we're, you know, we're dealing with. And, it, it's, you know, that's pretty much when Jeff Capel said he inherited a dumpster fire because uh, Pit Hoops, obviously, he's... Uh, Jeff's obviously getting frustrated right now because they're losing games now. Uh, it's a long season. The team is wearing down. and uh, I give him credit for battling back as UVA. And, but obviously, they're just 
right now they're shorthanded more than ever. And they were hoping, you know, one thing that was brought up, I mean, Jim Hammett brought it up in the, uh, on Twitter, is that they, they, were, they were hoping to bring someone to address the loss of um, Jared Wilson frame. And Ryan Murphy really just hasn't ad- totally addressed that yet because he was brought in to alleviate that, and he really hasn't. But uh, this team is showing, you know, a lot of improvement this year. They've won more conference games, and I think when we saw them winning more conference games is when, you know, we got real excited. And I think um, probably Coach Capel saw that as well, and now that we're losing games, we're getting frustrated again. And I think the press conferences was a reminder to let us know that he inherited a lot of crap, and we got to be patient. And eventually, you know, there's a, this team's improving. They're showing lots of improvement from last year. They're going to get even better next year. I mean, yeah, it just sucks. It sucks to lose like they did against Florida State. And this game was well at home. Yeah, I don't know. But I know Sirene's coming up, and I know uh, they're going to be honoring Kenny Chukawa. He was one of the uh, guys from the Kevin Stallings class. I think he's pretty much the last guy left from that class because I don't know who else who else they have in that roster. I take that back. Uh, Terrell Brown is a uh, – I forget that he was a Stallings commit. So, yep, Terrell Brown and Kenny Chukwa. But Chukwa is a um, – he's a senior, so he'll be honored. But, yeah, there was uh, – we had Terrell Brown and we had Aaron Thompson at one point. And obviously there was a lot of, you know, a lot of optimism towards um, Terrell Brown. I mean, he's he shows some here and there. But things will get better. They usually always do. And I think things will get a lot better here for Pitt. The Pitt women's side, not so much. Um, I mean, Pitt right now, Pitt women... Oof, this has just been an overall bad season for them. And, you know, they're going to honor, I mean, senior, you know, they had their senior night where they had, you know, Yassin Diop, I guess she was there at Pitt and she transferred. Um, Asia Bug, she's bad through a lot of health issues, mainly with blood clots. They honored that, those two ladies today. And it, it just sucks to see them be sent out like the way they are. I mean, this has been a hot garbage season for Pitt women. I mean, there's been a lot of games where they've lost by single scores, single-digit scores, but they're wearing down, and it just you just hope things get better. I think they will. You just got to let Lance White build and continue to build. I mean, he's bringing in some players. So we just got to be patient with uh, with this whole thing. Now, as far as around the uh, whole world has gone, I've been you know lately I've been watching XFL and it's gotten better every every week. Um, I think the um, the teams actually are starting to show some improvement. I think Tampa Bay changing their quarterback was a big thing. Obviously, you're seeing improvement with the Dallas Renegades. I mean, Landry Jones has really started to pick up. 
St. Louis got their football back, and you know, there's a lot of interest. I mean, there's some people that are still bashing the XFL because, you know, well, you know, the combine is going to do a lot better and blah, 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 blah. You know, same same garbage as usual. So you'll always, you know, the XFL will always have its detractors, people who just don't want to give it a chance because it's, you know, it's bad. A lot of people like it and they think it's good football and I, I enjoy it. I mean, I think having additional football is good. I mean, as long as the, you know, I don't think they're trying to compete with the NFL Combine. I mean, although I really, although to be honest with you, if I'm watching, if I had a choice between the Combine and probably the XFL, I'm probably watching XFL. If I had a choice between, I guess, I don't know, watching uh, uh, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and NFL Combine, I'm probably going to watch Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. I'm not going to spend my whole entire Saturday watching a freaking Combine. I'm sorry. I, I, I mean, I'd rather just go. I mean, why watch it? Spend your whole day watching. We can just go on freaking Twitter and somebody's posting a workout video. Look at this guy running. Look at this little passing drill this guy did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to spend um, my time watching it. I mean, I understand if you're if you're a local, you know, if you're a local uh, media person in Pittsburgh where you have to blow the Steelers and, of course, show your fandom for everybody because, you know, that's what people like. I can understand why you would show your passion as to why you would want to watch, you know, the Combine. I'm going to watch the Combine. But let's be honest. The same person is probably saying they'd rather watch the combine. Probably isn't isn't going to be watching the combine either. They're going to be doing whatever. It's like, oh, I'm watching the combine. Yeah, you know, I'm watching this other than the XFL. You know, I need to see what the what guys are going to help the Steelers. Well, here's a chance. There's probably a good chance all the players you see in the combine probably could help the Steelers, but the Steelers can only draft a certain few of them. And of course, Big Ben obviously has. Um, the surf it's it's been um surfaced of him showing a a video has surfaced of him throwing a football. I guess the Steelers posted as you saw of him throwing a football. I saw him throw it and I'm like, Ben looks like some guy at a um at a freaking at a picnic in South Park. You know where they where they got the horseshoes set up and he's just picking up the pigskin because you know he hasn't thrown it since high school and oh I gotta throw it for the kids and. Have a throw in a while, you know, and get the horseshoes ready. I'm going to go grab my beer. I mean, that's what he looks like right now. I mean, he just, I don't know. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I don't know, guys. Forget it, you know. That's all I can say. It sucks. But I'm sure, you know, there's other, other things happening. Spring training is here, and, of course, baseball's underway. Hells of the TV got hit, got hit by a pitch yesterday. So the Astros hate tour begins. I, I you know, I, I know the Astros fans are embracing this whole bad boy thing, but I think that Astros are trying to, pre- pre- I guess, prevent the whole bad boy. I don't think they want the bad boy persona because all it's going to do is get them hit by pitches. But some of the um, stuff I'm seeing on Twitter – Made me laugh. I mean, people are saying they need to be hit a, hit every game. Well, here's the thing: if you hit the Astros 
with pitches every game, you're giving him a free freaking base. And then you got some people that want to boycott. No, they want to. They want to um, the hurt the Astros' revenue. They want to sit up. They want to forfeit the game, and get the and, and so it hurts the Astros' revenue. Okay, so you're gonna Astros got eighty one home games, so you're gonna give the Astros eighty one free wins because you're pissed off at what happened two, uh, two years ago, or three years ago. It makes no. And the, I mean, some of this stuff makes no sense. I mean. Some of these takes are just ridiculous. If you want to hit the Astros, go ahead. You're just going to give them free. free you're just going to give them a free base every time. That's what you're doing is give them a free base. It's stupid. I don't know. There's just not much else to talk about, guys. I mean, they're just. I know for the. I know if you're Pens fans, they made some trades, and I saw how how excited you guys are. I'm. You know. I hope good things work out for you guys in the playoffs. I'll be following it because I have ESPN Plus now, and I can watch some of the some of the playoff games a lot more. So I'll definitely be checking out some Penguins playoff games because I haven't really done that a whole lot in the recent years. I mean, if they're all on television, I catch them, but it'll be cool to see that. Oh well, guys, I have nothing else to add because I'm just rambling about random stuff. Hello, Pit. Talk to you later, guys.